everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. This show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's so, so wonderful to have you. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for your continued support. My name is Nick, and as I said, this show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy, trying to make the world better one dish at a time. And right at the top of the show, I wanted to let you guys know that there is officially a date and time for when I'm going to be going live for the very first time doing a cooking stream over on Twitch. The link to my Twitch channel is down in the show notes. But Thursday, February the 3rd at 5 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be making enchiladas as well as homemade chimichurri and scratch made margaritas. So make sure you tune in for that. It'll be, I don't know, probably like three, four-ish hours, somewhere around there. I don't know. But I'm really, really looking forward to getting to actually cook for people. Like, it's one thing to talk to you guys about food. And I really, really do love doing this show, spreading the positivity, talking about food. I think it's such a wonderful, wonderful way for me to get out my creativity every week and just a wonderful way for me to kind of connect to something that I'm really passionate about in more than one way. But food is such a visual thing, especially from an audience perspective. Like I can tell you until the cows come home, how like beautiful something is or how great something tastes. But when you can see it and you can see the cheese melting and, you know, you can see the sauce and, and, you know, you can see things in a pan simmering, all those different things. It's a much, much different story. So I'm really, really looking forward to sharing that with you guys. So again, Thursday, the 3rd of February, please make sure you tune in 5 p.m. Eastern over on Twitch for my first ever cooking show. And I'm going to try to do it once a week. So make sure you stay tuned. Today on the show, I'm going all the way back to December the 24th for our Christmas Eve Snicky Snacks. And this year, Rebecca found something because we love Restaurant Impossible, absolutely love it. And she found a recipe that Robert Irvine had made because we were thinking about doing baked brie again. And we did baked brie, homemade puff pastry, all that kind of stuff last uh, or 2020, I should say. And, you know, we just didn't want to do that again. She found this recipe for fried brie and let me tell you i mean it's i I can't wait to get into the breakdown and kind of and kind of get into everything that encompassed this dish there was a lot of different steps to kind of prepare this thing but it was 100 probably one of the best bites i've ever put together on this show i mean i'm standing on the shoulders of robert irvine so i'm standing on the shoulders of greatness but it was absolutely amazing and it has inspired me this episode is episode 42 this week and it's going to be tied into a quick bite that's going to be coming out on thursday because we kind of fell in love with this green goddess sauce when we made it now the recipe is still mostly robert irvine's uh for what i'll break down later in the show but i used an orange and black pepper aioli when i made it and i kind of got to thinking when we were at the grocery store this last time and we were out of it and i wanted to make it again We don't usually ever eat mayonnaise, so we don't ever have mayonnaise in the house. 
And I'm like, why don't I cut out the middleman? Why don't, instead of, you know, making an aioli and then making the green goddess sauce by adding the other things to it, why don't I just make a green goddess aioli? Why don't I just make an aioli and incorporate these ingredients from the start and make them the star of the sauce? So that's what I'm going to do. So that will be this Thursday's quick, but I can't wait. So it's going to be a complete experiment. I have not made it yet, so I don't even know how it's going to turn out. I think it's going to turn out really, really good, though. So I hope, hope that you'll tune in for that one as well. I also wanted to announce as you're listening to this that the next live stream for the cure, the sixth annual event, is going to be kicking off Thursday, May 19th of this year. I cannot wait. We raised almost $20,000 last year. And this year we are aiming for $20,000 for the Cancer Research Institute over the past five years. Like because of all of the amazing listeners, supporters, podcast partners, over $50,000 has been raised to fight against cancer for immunotherapy research. So come out, you know, make sure you mark your calendars. It'll be going on that entire weekend. It may just be Thursday through Saturday. It may be Thursday through Sunday. I'm not sure yet. But I'm kind of playing around with the idea the event's going to be changing a lot this year compared to prior years. So please, please make sure you mark your calendar. Come on out. And we're going to have such an amazing time. Save up a few dollars and donate to a really, really good cause. 100% of proceeds, everything goes to the Cancer Research Institute for a future immune to cancer. you but my 2022 has been plagued with uncertainty i talked previously about my car not working fortunately it was just the battery which has been replaced cars now running perfectly fine but i find myself this year more than i have in quite a while really doubting myself really feeling as if I don't know, the, the picture's not complete or something. I really just, I, I'm putting out regular content between the podcast, between my YouTube series on Satisfactory, which has actually got like a ton of views. And I really, really appreciate anybody that's checking that series out. No, I'm still experimenting. I'm still making really great food in the kitchen. I have a wonderful relationship with a woman that I'm crazy about. I have amazing kids, great friends, a wonderful family. I have a really good, secure job that still affords me the safety of being able to just work from home. And just, you know, I've just been so uncertain lately. Like there are more things that I should be doing. And this is a common problem. I know you guys have heard me talk about this before, especially if you're longtime listeners of the show. But I've definitely talked in the past about loading up that plate. And there's just times when I'll get complacent or, you know, I'll get into a rhythm. I'll get into a good schedule. And for most people, that's probably, you know, a a great thing. And it sounds wonderful because you're kind of on a nice routine and you're getting a lot of things done. You're getting a lot of things created. I think I've gotten more 
things created over the past like three months between the show, between the YouTube series, between everything else that I've been working on. I've gotten more done in the past like two to three months than I have probably in the year that preceded it. Just moving to Ithaca and, you know, everything in my schedule has changed to a point where like I'm afforded a lot of different time where I can make these different things happen. But I still feel like I'm not doing something or I still feel like I'm not doing enough. I have a lot of doubts about, you know, the path that I'm on currently. How much longer can I go without looking for new work? Because I do need to. Inevitably, at some point, everybody's going to have to go back to the office. And since I've moved, it's too far away for me to commute that far. I'll do it as long as I need to, but I need to find something better. And I need to find something that doesn't frustrate me so much. And I need to find something that makes me feel heard and that makes me feel seen and that makes me feel like I'm contributing to something. And right now I don't feel like that. Right now I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I end my days so frustrated anymore because of just the drudgery of what I'm going through. This is supposed to be the positivity segment, I know. And I don't want to kind of unload everything during the positivity segment, but God, this has been a tough month. It has. And I've questioned more than I've questioned in quite a long time. I just really, really... I just feel like I need to do something. Even if I don't necessarily know what that something is. And I guess I'm just kind of spilling it out here into the ether because I'm trying to put a little push pin into it and tack it up to the wall and figure out exactly what that thing is and exactly what I have to do to accomplish it. Part of me even feels like maybe it's like a little bit of imposter syndrome in a way. Like everything in my life is going so well. I've got so many great things and I compare it to the things that I've been through, the dark times that I've gone through in my life over the past few years, over the decades, really. I think about where my life is now and it's so good. I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed to have a good life, to have good people in my life to do the things that I do that I'm very passionate about, to put so much effort into live stream for the cure, to raise money for our cause. I'm so, so passionate about. I've got a really good life and I'm so grateful for it. Every single day, I'm so thankful. But I still feel as if my voice isn't being heard as far or as loud or as wide as I want it to be. And part of that is why I continue to create because I love this. I love creating. And if you listen to this and maybe you listen to the recipe and you check this out and, and you make it yourself and you absolutely love it or any of my other recipes, you make them yourself and you try them out and you're like, wow, oh, this is fantastic. Or maybe you don't make any of the recipes, but maybe you just listen to me unload everything here in the positivity segment and kind of trying to find a positive thread and try to kind of find a positive channel to focus myself on. And maybe you hear that and you take something positive away from it. I love it. 
I love editing. I love the process of taking something that's raw and unrefined and refining it into a better product, distilling it down into something that's better than it was before. I love the idea that I've made somebody happy or smile or feel good or feel heard or feel seen. It's why I continue to do this. That's why I love doing this so, so much. I just feel like I'm just not doing enough. I'm just not fighting hard enough to make the changes that I know I need to make that are inevitably coming. The work that I still need to do. Live stream is less than four months away. There's so much more work that's got to go into live stream. A ton, a ton of effort has to go into live stream. And I haven't even scratched the surface yet. This show is just going headlong into season three. I'm going to be starting these food streams, which I can't wait for. And I, I really feel like I'm nervous and I'm really excited for it because I feel like it's a chance for me to really kind of put my personality out there to lay myself bare. And I really, really love doing that. I really, really love just kind of putting myself out there and saying, here I am world, love me as I am, like no matter what. I was having a conversation with my friend Casey today and, you know, we just got talking about like what sense is there in, you know, living a life if, if you're not living it passionately if you're not living a life just out loud just throwing yourself out there and saying here i am world i'm going to take that chance i'm going to do that thing whatever that thing is so i've been trying to write more that's why i've been trying to do more things get more experimental in the kitchen why do i not try that thing that i want to try why am i holding back on trying that thing that i want to try i mean obviously you can't try every single dish all at once but take the steps. That's why I'm so grateful that I have such a wonderful partner in Rebecca who, who challenges me with things like this fried brie that I made. And it turned out so, so wonderful. And every recipe I've ever made, I've had to stand on the shoulders of somebody who came before, somebody who did it before. You know, you can't just figure this stuff out without ever learning, without ever reading. And that's what I do. And I just, I continue to push and I continue to challenge myself. And I'm so, I'm just not pushing hard enough. I have this voice and I have this platform, whatever platform that is for you. You have that voice too. You have the ability to make the changes in your life that you need and want to make. Because why, why not make the choices that you need to make? Why not make the changes that you need to make? Even if it's going to take a lot of hard work and even if you're going to have to put in the hours, how fulfilled answer that question for yourself, like put whatever it is, take it, you know, in your mind's eye and put it out there in front of you, put it down, look at it. What is that thing? What is that thing you should be doing? Or where is that place that you should be? What is that passion that you've yet to fully, fully grasp and, and, and really throw yourself wholeheartedly into? 
just take a moment with me and just look at it in your mind's eye. Just stare it down. What's stopping you from reaching out and grabbing it right now? You're only going to get one shot in this life. You're only going to get one chance to swing that hand out there, to reach out, to grab, to take it, to run with it, to go. What are you waiting for? I know this kind of meander, well, all my positivity segments meander, let's be fair. I know this meandered, but that's what I feel like I'm not doing enough of right now. I feel like I'm not pushing myself hard enough. I feel like I am not working hard enough to get myself to the place that I want to be, to get my content, to get everything that I love to put out there to you where it needs to be. I want to put myself out there more and more and more. Because if I'm dead tomorrow, then have I given everything that I possibly could in this life? Have I shared everything out there that I possibly could? Have I given it my all and lived my absolute best life? Have I lived every single day the absolute best way that I could? Doing things that make me happy, chasing my passions, chasing my dreams, really fighting and pushing forward. Have I done everything I possibly can? Have I worked hard to make the best future for those around me? Have I worked hard to leave the impression on the world that I want to leave? Have I accomplished all of the things that I want to accomplish in this life? No. No, not even close. Not even close. It's why I overload the plate the way that I do. It's why I continue to work as hard as I do. It's why it's so important to me to continue to push, to continue to fight, to continue to throw myself forward and not give up. It's why I continue to fight forward every single day. And I'll just close with just a quote that I reflected on earlier today. Now I'm a spent firework, but at least I've been a firework. That's from David Mitchell's Cloud Atlas. And granted, I I don't want it to be looked at in context because the character that says it kills himself. But <laughs> I don't want you to take that in that kind of a context. But take that out of the, the context and take it just at face value. Now I'm a spent firework, but at least I've been a firework. Shine so bright. Launch into the sky. Launch out there. Explode. Radiate. Whatever radiating is for you. You don't have to be loud. You don't have to be flashy. You don't have to be a big giant boom. Be a firework. At the end of the day, look back and say, God, I gave it a good shot today. I worked hard today. I put one foot in front of the other today. I am a better person today than I was yesterday. Tomorrow I will be a better person than I was today. 
never, ever, ever give up on you. Never, ever, ever give up on moving forward. We'll be right back. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. I hope that you're having an absolutely beautiful, brilliant day. Whatever you do, be kind to yourself today. Be kind to someone else today. Do something to try to make someone else's life better today. If you like the show, please help me out. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, wherever you listen to this show and leave a five-star rating and review. It really, really does help me. I know you hear creators say that kind of stuff all the time, and we say it because it really, really does help. It really, really does help us get to more people. Today's recipe breakdown. So in this house, we are huge fans of Restaurant Impossible. I have loved this show for years and years and years. So it is, uh, ostensibly, the low rent food network version of Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares, you know, where Gordon Ramsay would go into a restaurant and diagnose the problems, deal with the owners, deal with the staff, deal with the, you know, terrible food and all that kind of stuff, give it a renovation, give it a makeover, change the menu, give them some new ways of doing things and set them off on their way. So food network, you know, does the same version of the show with Robert Irvine and they have only two days and $10,000 because they're on a food network budget. But I love the show, and I really, really love Robert Irvine. I really look up to him uh, in terms of like his love of cooking with fresh food. He never went to culinary school or anything like that, just like I never did. And he's a world-class chef now. Now, I'll probably never be a world-class chef, at least not that I know of. But I do share that absolute love and passion for food that he does. You know, and, and when he talks about food, he talks about it being something so personal, giving a piece of himself to somebody else through food. And that's the way that I think of food. That's the way that I think of being in the kitchen. When I cook, when I prepare something, I'm giving a piece of myself to you. I love to spend that time in the kitchen because I want you to know like how important it is to me to give you the absolute best of me. So I really resonate with that from him, you know, and Rebecca actually found this. This was, you know, leading up to our, our Christmas Eve sneaky snacks. And we were trying to think of what we were going to make. And last year I made baked brie, which I actually talked about on this show. That was back in episode 17. And we talked about doing the baked brie again. And then some way, somehow, I don't even know how she connected that dot. She found this fried brie recipe from an episode of Restaurant Impossible, season 19, episode 10, to be exact, where it's a fried brie 
and the brie was fried and it has this smoky tomato bacon vinaigrette and this quote unquote green goddess sauce all with it. Now, the way that they played it for the show, they played it very specifically to sell it because he, you know, puts a big pile of arugula on top of it to make it look like it's a bigger plate than it is to try to sell it more. If you're making it at home, you don't need that. You really, really don't. The arugula is really, really good with kind of all these elements combined into it, but I would honestly just serve this on a bed of arugula. So there's a lot of different components of this recipe to break down. I will also mention that this recipe is vegetarian because Rebecca doesn't eat bacon, so we didn't make the bacon vinaigrette. Now, the link is in the show notes if you want to look at the original versions of these recipes because I did change them up just a little bit, but... Yeah, this is vegetarian. So I used a little bit of liquid smoke. I kind of have had that little idea. I was like, oh, I still want that smokiness in there because I really feel like it's going to impart something special into the rest of this dish. So when I made the tomato vinaigrette, I used a couple drops of liquid smoke just to taste like you don't need a lot of it. A little goes a long way, but it definitely adds that good smokiness and that good um, element there that you're otherwise missing from having the bacon. But let me break this down for you. So this is fried brie with a bacon tomato vinaigrette and green goddess sauce. For the tomato vinaigrette, you're going to need cherry tomatoes, 12 ounces of them halved. You're going to need one cup of balsamic vinegar. You're going to need a half of a tablespoon of olive oil. You're going to need liquid smoke to taste, and you're going to need salt and pepper to taste. Drizzle that olive oil into a large saucepan and heat that up over medium heat. You're going to add your tomatoes in there and cook them for four to five minutes until they get blistered and start to kind of render down a little bit. You don't want them to completely be gone, but you do want to start cooking them down so they're nice and soft. You're going to deglaze the pan with balsamic vinegar and then add a few drops of liquid smoke in there just to add some smoky flavor to it. Taste this. Make sure it's kind of where you want it to be. You're going to bring this to a simmer and then drop it down to mid-low heat and reduce it by half. Once that's done, you're going to season this with salt and pepper to taste. This turned out absolutely fantastic. It's got that, that beautiful, bright kind of freshness of the tomatoes. And then, bam, you're immediately hit with that balsamic and that beautiful smoky element to it that hangs out in there. I don't often, I'm not often like super proud of things that I do in the kitchen. I don't often like really pat myself on the back, I guess. But just I'm so proud of myself for in the moment being like, I've got liquid smoke. What if I added a couple drops of liquid smoke to it instead just to kind of still capture that smoky element from the bacon? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. This is going to yield about one cup of sauce. It's 45 calories for two tablespoons. So to make the green goddess sauce. Now, in the original recipe, instead of an aioli, they use mayonnaise. Perfectly okay if you use mayonnaise. But that green goddess sauce is a quarter cup of Italian parsley, cilantro, scallions, and mint. Make sure you destem all the herbs. You're going to need two cloves of garlic. You're going to need two cups of aioli, the juice of one lime, one tablespoon of honey, and salt and pepper to taste. Go ahead and combine all the ingredients except for the salt and pepper in a food processor and blend them together for about a minute. And then you're going to season that with salt and pepper to taste. The aioli specifically that I had for this was my orange and black pepper aioli. And it just adds even more of a citrusy element and it adds more of a black pepper element to this. I will say if you use mayonnaise, it's really going to make those herbs a lot more prominent, probably especially the parsley and the cilantro. They got kind of lost in this. You could definitely still taste the mint. The mint was still very, very 
forward. What I want to learn to do is I want to learn how to make a homemade mayonnaise, just kind of something that's just kind of a plain base, and then make this green goddess sauce again using that homemade mayonnaise. But as I prepared it, it's going to yield about two cups, and you're going to get 101 calories per tablespoon. So now it's time to do your fried brie. So you're going to get a pound of brie and cut it up into eight pieces. So they're about two ounces a piece. You're going to need two cups of all-purpose flour, salt, pepper, three large eggs, two cups of panko, oil for deep frying, and then, of course, arugula for just a bed for the plates. So you're going to combine your flour, salt, and pepper together. I like to add paprika and allspice to my dredge as well. You're going to dredge your brie chunks in the flour, then toss them around in the egg mixture, make sure they're well coated, and then into the panko, get them well coated, then take them out, set them aside for a few minutes, let them rest. Now, this is what I'm going to recommend because his recipe doesn't recommend this, but I just, on a whim, did it with a couple of the pieces that I made, and it made all the difference. Repeat the process. Back into the flour, back into the egg, back into the panko again, because you're going to get a nice, thick coating on the outside of this thing. It's cheese ultimately on the inside and once it gets molten if there's a way for it to escape from inside of that fried cylinder it is going to do so so i would recommend repeating the process you don't have to and a lot of the ones that i made still held together pretty well but i would still recommend it now it's time to fry your brie so 350 degree oil drop those pieces in there for three to four minutes or until they're nicely golden they're going to start to float Make sure you don't take your eyes off of them because if the cheese starts leaking out, you want to make sure you get them out of the oil immediately. This is where that double coating is really going to help. But yeah, these you don't want to let go over. Basically, as soon as they kind of start floating up, whoop, get them out of there onto a paper towel lined plate. This is going to yield, of course, eight pieces of brie. I'm approximating the calories for this between 350 to 400, including the oil. So before you fry it, it's 299 calories. So this is a pretty calorically dense dish. You're eating fried cheese. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> so when you plate this, again, you're going to place down a bed of arugula, about a third of a cup. You're going to add two chunks of the fried brie over the top, two tablespoons of the tomato vinaigrette, kind of a half moon around the edge of the plate and the arugula, and then one tablespoon of that green goddess sauce over the top. Get a bite of all of this together in your mouth. I promise you, and, and I never, my mind was blown. I, I talk endlessly and go back through the back catalog, all the different times I have said the phrase layers of flavor. I have never even come close to layers of flavor like this. There is so much going on in this dish. I really don't know how to describe it to you. And just imagine like the normal version, like his version was like starts the vinaigrette starts with bacon. So then you'd have that smokiness and that saltiness and, 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 and just all that element going on in it too. But even as it is, you get that freshness of that cherry tomato in there, that beautiful light smokiness and that richness of that balsamic. Then those fresh herbs, all those different fresh herbs in that goddess sauce hit you and they're just perfect. And they are the perfect kind of lightener to that fried brie. The brie is heavy. Like it's very, very heavy. And so that sauce, even though it's made with aioli and it's, you know, like I said, it's a hundred calories per tablespoon, 
but it's got those fresh herbs in it. It's got such a fresh lightness to it that it really contrasts against the heaviness of that fried cheese so, so well. I, I can't begin to tell you how good this is. It is unbelievable. It does require a little bit of work. Make sure that you're up to the task, but it is amazing. And honest to God, this is the first time I've ever made anything that he's featured on Restaurant Impossible. And now I kind of can't wait to go back and try to do a lot more of these things. This place is somewhere in Pennsylvania. I can't remember 100% where, but uh, I really, really want to get to that place at some point and see if it's still on the menu. And if it is, try it just so I can kind of compare it to my own. But yeah, this was unbelievable unbelievable so please 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 give this a try or you know if you come and visit me there's a really really good chance you're going to get this as an appetizer (laughs) and that is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's kitchen you are amazing you taking the time to listen to this to download this you have made such an incredible difference in my day Thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to the episode. Let me know what you think over on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen. Just find me out there. I promise you I'm everywhere. I just, I appreciate so much anybody that takes the time to download and listen to this, whether you've ever reached out to me or not, whether we've ever spoken or not, whether we've ever met or not. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for coming on this journey with me.